back with a new ARM Viewpoints podcast. And today we're going to be talking about a topic that's very close to my heart, driving. As an enthusiastic driver, I'm feeling really fortunate to be talking about how technology, in the form of innovations such as Advanced Driver Assistance Systems, or ADAS for short, and image signal processing are being used to make driving safer. I have two guests today that will drive this conversation in interesting directions, without too many detours. With us are Graham Voller, Senior Product Manager for ARMS Automotive and IoT Team. Thank you, Jeff. Nice to be here. And Andy Hanvey, Director of Automotive Marketing, Omnivision. Thank you, Jeff. So before we get to our discussion, I should probably tell our listeners a little bit more about the technologies we're going to discuss. To start with, there's ADAS. It's a group of electronic technologies that assist drivers in both driving and parking. ADAS uses multiple cameras, for example, to provide surround view systems that use data from cameras around the vehicle to display information to drivers to help them make decisions while parking. Rather than just providing what you might previously have seen in your rearview mirror, ADAS shows drivers the full context of their surroundings. Then there's adaptive cruise control, which directly uses camera data to interpret the world around the vehicle and can make independent decisions for the driver about vehicle control, such as applying the throttle or brake. Drivers are increasingly depending on ADAS applications, such as collision avoidance, lane departure warnings, and automated emergency braking. And vehicles increasingly rely on cameras positioned around the car to enable many of these features. So where I'm going to start is looking at the importance of ADAS for the automotive industry. Maybe you can tell us a bit about how consumers are influencing ADAS technology development and how the automotive industry is responding. All right, thank you, Jeff. Um, so the, the market for ADAS systems um, is a growing market. Um, it's expected to continue to grow um, over the next five years. Uh, and camera systems are one of the most important parts of that. Um, and it's moving away from being a luxury feature on, on the more expensive vehicles uh, to a standard fit on the majority of the world's new cars. And, and some of this is being driven by uh, regulation. Uh, certainly, we've seen that with uh, rear cameras being a, a regulatory requirement um, on vehicles for reversing. And so these, these functions that uh, were typically something that was an option are going to become standard features. Um, now, what this is going to do is make the, the, the cameras a really key part of those systems. Um, and for the vehicle compute, um, it needs to have the right information to make these decisions. Um, and so as the cameras increase in number, um, there's technological advancements, um, putting pressure on the systems, um, the complexity and quantity of data to be processed and the different types of outputs that are needed for the display to the driver, uh, what we call human vision, and for machine vision, which is the, the ADAS functions of lane keeping assist and collision avoidance, etc., they all have really different requirements. And this leads to a lot of duplication of, of signals and cameras and additional compute on the vehicles. At high level, I, I would say consumers do report high satisfaction and perceived benefit with these uh, functionalities when the systems meet the expectations. If we look at the traditional ADAS camera, which is you know what we'd call front, front view, so basically it's a camera that looks at the front with different FOV or field of views. You know, they typically capture images of the road or street signs or pedestrians and, and depending on what use case you need to cover. And um, this is then analyzed by algorithms and supporting software, hardware and triggers a response. A, a recent trend also is that, you know, ADAS cameras need to perform more than just the traditional machine vision task. And this is where you, you're adding in the human viewing functionality. 
So a good example of this could be, you know, the traditional front view 8S camera also needs to perform as a car DVR as well. So Graham, that brings us to your new technology related to automotive signal processing. Maybe you can tell us a bit about that. Yes, um, so ARM has a new image signal processor uh, named Mali C78AE. Um, and it's part of our AE line of safety capable uh, intellectual property. And it's intended specifically for combined ADAS and human vision applications, as, as Andy just referenced, uh, where the cameras that are, that are primarily used for machine vision, those, those forward facing collision avoidance, etc., type cameras, are also being used to display the driver in the surround view application during a parking. Um, so this is a, a dual use. Um, and it brings some technological challenges um, around how to do the, the image processing um, in terms of making sure that you have the ability to use these cameras um, effectively and efficiently in both use cases. Mali C78AE is an important element of specialized processing required for ADAS systems. Um, in combination with ARM's Cortex-A78AE CPU and Mali G78AE GPU, known as the 78s to those of us on the inside, um, it provides full ADAS and display vision pipeline. And this optimizes performance, uh, minimizes power consumption, and provides a consistent approach to functional safety. Um, C78 is designed specifically to address these, these human and machine vision uh, applications, and it processes data from, from up to four real-time or 16 virtual cameras. And th those are uh, cameras where the data is um, streamed to memory and is then processed as required uh, for either display or by the machine. So it's not a direct link between the camera and the display. Um, and so these are all used for automated driving functions, um, such as lane keeping assist, um, as well as presenting that full surround view for the driver when parking. Um, clearly, you don't need to present to the driver while the vehicle's traveling at high speed and, and doing those automated functions, um, but they are needed uh, to be high quality images, uh, accurate and timely for the driver when, when using them to maneuver the vehicle. Andy, it's clear that image signal processing is important, but how are you using it in your solutions today? A good question, Jeff. We are leveraging it in a number of ways. For example, in some of our products, we have added the possibility to output more than one ROI, region of interest, from the image sensor at the same time. This has a number of motivations. One is to be able to process machine vision with one ROI and use another ROI for human viewing. Another motivation is that you can use both ROIs for different machine vision processing. In addition, we are able to support multiple color filter arrays or CFAs. There is quite a wide range of them, including RGGB, RCCB, RGBIR, RYYCY, and each CFA has trade-offs. The need for supporting a number of CFA relates to a number of factors. One of those factors is that different algorithms are optimized using different CFAs. Another reason is that um, for RGBIR specifically, it has a very specific use case. Underpinning all of this, of course, is safety. According to the World Health Organization, something like 1.3 million people lose their lives on the road every year. So while the circumstances of these accidents can vary, there's one factor that unites far too many of them, and that's human error. With all of this machine vision technology and the potential risks involved, safety is clearly going to be critical. Graham, can you explain how it's being used to make us safer? 
Absolutely. Um, safety is paramount as any fault or failure in the operation of a vision system could could be dangerous or threaten the well-being of the driver and the passengers or of other road users as well. As with all of ARM's AE IP, uh, Mali C78 AE was developed from the ground up with hardware safety mechanisms and includes diagnostic software features to enable those safety mechanisms. And this allows designers to meet the requirements of ISO 26262 and ASIL B, Bravo, uh, functional safety requirements. Uh, and those are driven by uh, an industry guideline around how functional safety is applied to, uh, to vehicle systems uh, to protect both the occupants and other road users. Safety is absolutely important and paramount as well as in the ARM Mali C78A that's also very critical in the image sensor. Um, the, the functions and features that are included in the image sensor are wide ranging. They include from even when you power the sensor up, things like BIST, or during runtime test patterns, or monitoring voltages and temperatures. The outputs from these mechanisms could be also sent to the host system where, where in the Mali C78A, they, they could use some of that information. And then this helps the whole system be, be, become safer and meet the safety goals of the system. Um, so as Andy said, at the system level, it's very important um, to have a, a safety goal. Um, and the ISP's part of that is that it prevents or detects faults in a single camera frame that may result in incorrect, incorrectly processed frame data. Uh, so to do this, the ISP has over 380 fault detection circuits, including the continuous built-in self-test, um, and comes with a, con with a diagnostic software package to manage these safety mechanisms, uh, all of which combined um, prevents those faults from propagating into subsequent frames where either the driver would be presented with incorrect information um, or where the machine vision system would be making decisions based on faulted data. All of that sounds like a lot of technology and safety requirements. If the cameras are having to detect movements incredibly quickly to safeguard people, just how fast do they have to be? I'm keen to hear both of your views, but let's start with Graham. Processing speed's a key element of ADAS. Um, it should take less than 150 milliseconds to acquire an image at the sensor, process it through the ISP and the GPU, and then display it on the screen. Uh, to the driver, and that's a process we call glass-to-glass. -glass. Um, any longer than 150 milliseconds is noticeable to the driver when using the parking assist. You'll, you'll, you'll perceive this as a delay. In a machine vision application, a vehicle sh shouldn't really travel more than around 250 millimeters at any speed uh, between an image being acquired and it being presented to the decision-making engine. Anything longer than that means the system's too slow to react in driving situations where accurate and timely decisions are critical. At the image sensor level, um, think about it that the light travels through the optics. The optics is made up of the, the imaging lens plus also the image sensor lens. The pixel um, will then convert the light to an electrical signal, which is analog, and then this signal is converted to a digital number with additional processing before it is formatted and output for, from the image sensor using digital interfaces like MIPI. To enable drivers and machines to make the best possible decision, uh, vision systems must collect the most relevant information possible from each frame. Uh, Mali C78AE employs advanced noise reduction technology and dynamic range management to ensure that each frame is clear and properly exposed uh, by adjusting overly dark or bright areas in the frame. This is a 
essentially replicates the process that the human eye does. It can process real-time data from up to four high-resolution, high-frame-rate cameras, which significantly reduces memory, communication, and processing requirements, making for a much more efficient system. Uh, to reduce the cost of implementing multiple ADAS functions, uh, Mali C78AE enables camera sensors to be dual-purposed um, by either downscaling or and color translating the outputs of sensors optimized for machine vision to create the images adapted to the human eye. By avoiding duplication in cameras and their associated electronics and wiring, OEMs are saving on cost on complexity and therefore can enable wider deployment or adoption of camera-based ADAS functions. So Andy, what should drivers expect? What does the future hold for ADAS technology and what gets you excited about the future? Today's automotive vision systems are very capable but the complexity and range of functions they're being asked to perform is ever expanding as we move to more automation and demand higher levels of safety. A couple of trends that we're seeing in the automotive camera space is, is the need for more cameras, moving away from the single RVC towards SVS systems, surround view systems. The surround view system adding more functionality, viewing and machine vision. Then looking at ADAS and AD systems, adding more cameras, potentially more than eight cameras around the car. And that doesn't even include surround view or interior cameras. Uh, to support this expansion in capability, image sensing and processing technology needs to be accurate, fast and reliable. Um, along with displaying to the vehicle operator, the hardware needs to support and complement the sophisticated ADAS and AD perception software in order to minimize system workloads and maximize the effectiveness of machine vision algorithms. Uh, and this is, you know, as you ask the question, what, what does the future hold and what gets you excited about it? Uh, I think the whole of the future is what, what gets us excited about it. The, the opportunity here um, to, to shape the automotive market. And so the, the automotive companies, the, the semiconductor industry, um, arm ourselves and, and people like Omnivision, um, we've got to do all we can to deliver the global adoption of uh, ever more capable ADAS systems, um, which save more lives. Uh, whether those are either the vehicle occupants themselves or other road users. Um, and these systems need to be cost effective um, to drive the adoption across the whole of the vehicle market. Um, they, they can't be a luxury item I and mean, safety should be something that comes as standard uh, in all the vehicles. And ARM's playing its part um, through technology innovation um, and then close ecosystem partnerships within the automotive industry, uh, for example, with vision technology leaders such as Omnivision. Thanks, Graham and Andy. You've definitely given us a whole new perspective on where vehicle safety systems are going. And you've given me an excuse to visit an automotive showroom sometime soon. Suddenly, my 12-year-old car just doesn't cut it anymore. We hope you've enjoyed today's conversation, and we look forward to exploring where else technology will take us in the next episode of Arm Viewpoints. Thanks again for listening. 